We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. In the pole position. The pole's position. It's time for pole's position. The Bears have the number nine pick in the 2023 NFL draft. What will Ryan Poles do with the number nine pick? There's no way to know. We're counting down the days to the NFL draft. How about the pick with the Bears? I would trade Justin Fields. I'm Justin Fields all the way. I love the kid. The Bears are going to select Bobby Boucher. Wow, I did not know that. That's a good, that's a good little insight right there. Put your pom-poms down in Chicago, Justin Fields. He's not a star. Poles position with Parkins and Spiegel on 670 The Score. The Parkins and Spiegel Show, afternoons on The Score. And we have massive breaking news to kick off Poles position. Tremaine Edmonds, the stud inside linebacker of the Buffalo Bills, a two-time Pro Bowler who is still just 24 years old, Hmm. just signed the largest inside linebacker contract in NFL history for a four-year deal. Four years, $72 million, 50 guaranteed. Tremaine Edmonds is a Chicago Bear. It's really interesting. That is the number 16 pick in the same draft where Roquan Smith went eight. He's 24 years old, and the he played on his fifth-year option with Buffalo, and now Ryan Poles has decided to pay an inside linebacker the exact same age range as Roquan instead of Roquan. It's fascinating. Um, obviously, Roquan got more money, right? He got he got a longer deal. He got a five-year, $100 million uh, contract. This is four years, four, 72. This is four years, 72. Do we have the guaranteed money? Roquan Fif- got about... It's $50 million guaranteed. Woo! It's $50 million guaranteed. I believe that's more than Roquan got guaranteed. So that makes me believe that this must be a pretty front-loaded contract here that would be that would be my guess based on how it's how it's done yeah so okay Ian Rappaport saying it's front-loaded front front front-loaded four-year 72 million dollar deal so yes he is choosing Tremaine Edmonds over Roquan Smith but he's also choosing front-loading front front front-loading the contract over it um and but forgetting the Roquan Smith part of it just for a second, like like Ro- Roquan's gone, we can compare the two in, in a second. I'm, I'm just thinking about the positional value in spending this much money, having a big ticket item at inside linebacker is not something I expected today. Yeah, but I, I'm assuming he will be like the he'll be the will linebacker in in this system, which is still a premium position in the four three. TJ Edwards is here. They have upgraded their linebacker core significantly, but. We talked about, are they going to be the team that spends a bunch on linebacker? Like Tremaine Edmonds flies all over the field. Um, but so did Roquan Smith, to to your point. This is a two-time Pro Bowler. This is a guy who, uh, not a huge forced fumbler or interceptor of the ball mm. or pass rusher in terms of the stat sheets, but fly, uh, fill, fills up the stat sheet with tackles. Young player, he'll be 25 when the season starts. And Roquan Smith 
and Ryan Poles did not see eye to eye. Tremaine Edward, Ed, Edmonds ends up doing it. So yeah, I, I agree with you. I I am surprised, but he's a great football player. Yeah, no, I, I think he is a great football player. I believe is the son of the former Dolphins uh, tight end Pharrell Edmonds, and his brother Terrell Edmonds is uh, also in the NFL. Yeah, tra- drafted the same same year, I believe, but. It 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 makes me think that the character slash personal stuff with Roquan Smith was valued more than perhaps we thought, and I don't know for sure. This this requires some digging. I, I I'm I'm a little confused by the positional similarity and the desire to invest. Um, and it's either Roquan was not their guy, and this Tremaine is their probably, guy. Tremaine Edmonds probably has an agent. Uh, there's probably no St. Omni involved. Uh, yeah, and front-loading may not have been something that Roquan wanted to do. That may have been a non-starter. Well, And, and you get fifth, the 54th pick in the draft. So it's Tremaine Edmonds and the 54th pick in the draft yes. versus Roquan Smith and... A, a, a deal of, of your choosing as opposed to the one you have to negotiate with Roquan. And after you lose all those games... Like this is the thing that no one, not no one. You, you are certainly willing to admit it, but like, <laughs> but like that a lot of people were not willing to admit. R- Ryan Poles was losing by design last mm-hmm. year. He was. Yes. Yeah, so so like, really, like, 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 getting Roquan Smith off that team yeah. helped the Bears achieve the goal that Ryan Poles wanted. He would never say it publicly, but, but Lord when, knows he was doing it. But when you carry that much dead cap space. And you trade Robert Quinn, and you trade Roquan Smith. Actions over words, baby. It's one of the first, if not the first, rule of football evaluation. Like when we evaluate what these people say, their actions tell you what they were trying to do. So it's not like I don't like linebackers. Right, right, right. It's I wanted well, to lose. Well, so so let's see if I have the uh, the the calculus right. Do I have the equation right here? The equation is Roquan Smith traded for a second round draft pick. Plus being bad enough to enable the number one overall pick. Yes. Plus a front-loaded contract of the Bears choosing for Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah. Right? And a shorter deal. And a sh- on a shorter deal than Roquan got, and good for him for getting it from Baltimore. Yeah. So they get an ad- a more advantageous contract, they lost the games, and they pick up the second rounder for trading Roquan Smith for Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah, and Tremaine Edmonds, who has an agent... Who, you know, we'll learn more about him. But there were always like, like, just like little things with Roquan Smith. And again, Roquan Smith's an awesome player, man. He's an All Pro. I mean, he, he Roquan Smith might go into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Ro- Roquan Smith is a fantastic football player. So, but so is Tremaine Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds and Roquan Smith are on that list with, you know, with Fred Warner, best inside linebackers in the NFL. He's never had less than 100 tackles in five seasons in the NFL. You know what he's better at in um, than Roquan? Coverage. He's like a yeah, great he, coverage middle linebacker, yeah. which was not Roquan's strength. So it, I was not expecting that one. Me neither. That, that, it definitely surprises me. Um I will now be surprised if they add someone more expensive than him. Still possible because uh, we don't have all of the structure on all of these contracts yet. So like, I haven't seen what the cap hit is for this year yet, but they certainly can still afford it. But Tremaine Edmonds being a bear, TJ Edwards being a bear, and Nate Davis is a bear. Nate Davis, mm-hmm. the guard from the Titans. We should circle back around to that one for a second. It's a three-year deal. Have you seen the money yet? 
on on Nate Davis? I have not seen the money yet on Nate Davis. I would guess it's less than ten million a year. Yeah, that, I saw, that, would be, that would be my guess. Projections I saw from Tennessee people had it around seven million dollars a, a year. Nate Davis is interesting because I read the quick summation from Matt Bowen where he had graded out as a better pass blocker than a run blocker in this past season. Right after I had said their line no for being a very good run blocking offensive line. Right. And then as it turns out overall in his career, he's hailed as a better run blocker than a pass blocker for a Derrick Henry offense that obviously ran the ball very well. Yeah. So, uh, Battled injuries last year, made a career low, 12 starts did did Davis, but multiple lower body injuries was the read-up uh, that I had had on him. But a strong player who has started a ton of games in his career, had a great, uh, I guess his second, second year in the NFL was his best year, 682 snaps uh, at right guard last year. So hmm. our guy Ryan Porth, uh, big Titans fan who came here from Tennessee, uh, our assistant program director, said he's a great run blocker when healthy, always been an underrated piece of that Titans offensive line in recent years. So that's the local reaction to Nate Davis. Yeah. Um, another young player also. Another young player, but a guy who's never played anything but right guard. Um, so does that mean – look – Ryan Poles has talked openly about how Tevin Jenkins surprised him as a successful guard. He thought he was just a tackle, but then they played him a guard and they liked him. So does Tevin Jenkins become your left guard now? Well, because Ryan Poles said, no, what we shouldn't make any assumptions about anyone on the offensive line, including like where they're at. Right. You know, so like it, not only like people who are there, but people who played somewhere last year could be moving on. Like they, they still need to upgrade at center. They still need to upgrade at right tackle at at tackle. I would say you you can upgrade from Braxton Jones. You know, uh, like if they draft, they they could use the ninth pick on a tackle and make that the left tackle. Olin said that Braxton Jones could could play right tackle. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't think that they have to be locked in to Braxton Jones as their left tackle of the future. That would surprise me if they were locked into that. So frankly. maybe just adding offensive linemen to give them options and flexibility. Yeah, like let's put it this way: if I know you played center in in intramurals, yeah, but, I did, but. Thanks for pointing that out. If, if the ch- usually doesn't get respected by you, it's nice that it does. Yeah, on, on this day, yeah. I feel like you deserve Thanks, it. Thanks, man. Uh, if the Chiefs just gave $80 million to a guy who has exclusively been a right tackle to be Pat Mahomes' blindside protector at left tackle, mm-hmm. maybe maybe Tevin Jenkins can play left guard. You know, like, like I, may, maybe Nate Davis can play left guard. It, the Bears asking some of their pieces to move positions is not nearly as big of an undertaking as some teams are clearly willing uh, to be able to do. A couple of numbers to help the conversation. Three years, 30 mil, 19 guaranteed for Nate Davis. Say it again. Three years, 30 million, 19 million guaranteed for Nate Davis. Okay. Um, the height of Tremaine Edmonds is four inches taller than Roquan Smith. The arm length is two and a half inches longer. They've talked so much about length, how they like that Eberflus has, and I've been applying that to thinking about the edge rushers like Tyrese or Tyree um, Wilson and maybe Lucas Van Ness. Length at an inside linebacker is not something I necessarily think about a lot, but maybe they are because we know that they like length. And in coverage, having the length for Edmonds maybe is something that they like, worth considering. Yeah, that is worth considering. Um, Ryan Poles, very busy man. 
Tremaine Edmonds, four years, $72 million. TJ Edwards, who will join us at 4 o'clock, three years, $19.5 million. Nate Davis, three years, $30 million. And then the trade for DJ Moore, the ninth pick, the 61st pick, a future first, and a future second. So he's been a very busy man the last 72 hours, and obviously there will be many, many more moves to come. I got to say also, man, um, the moves that he's making right now, and it, it's it's not over. There will be multiple, multiple additions made between now and the draft, but um, this is not going to quiet the Jalen Carter speculation. Oh, no. It, it, like, and, they, and especially if they do not end up with Draymond Jones, the, the Jalen Carter speculation is going to be vast if he indeed falls to nine. Because they, they need – look, that is clearly the number one most important position in this defense, and they tried to solve it last year with Larry Ogunjobi. Yeah. Then they settled for Justin Jones, who is the most valuable defensive lineman that they have, but is not the – you know, the the difference-making three technique that they could. The the Jalen Carter conversation and the Kalijah Cansey conversation in terms of the draft, that's the undersized pit D-lineman who everybody thinks is going to be a penetrating difference-maker as a rookie immediately. They think he's not strong enough in the middle of the defensive line, that he has work to do on holding up to to, to big offensive linemen and standing tall in the run. But everybody is like universally solid on him being a penetrator who will get to the quarterback from the three technique. I could see that certain skill being incredibly appetizing for them. Yeah, they're just they're, they need they need beef up there. They need talent up there, inside and outside. I know the pit guy undersized, Jalen Carter, the opposite right. of, of undersized. But if you're pri- prioritizing linebackers. You need defensive linemen in front of them. Uh, Marcus Mosher, who I'm not terribly familiar with his work, but uh, Studs just retweeted him into my timeline, put it like this, and I think it's a it's a salient point. Roquan Smith, $20 million a year, or TJ Edwards, Tremaine Edmonds, and a second-round pick for roughly a combined $24.5 million per year. Right, like that. that's the, the monetary calculus. Mm-hmm. Two linebackers instead of one, and the second round pick for an extra four and a half million bucks, as well as getting worse after the Roquan as well train. as get it exactly as well as continuing to bottom out uh, last year to help you lock in the number one overall pick in the draft. So I think I think that's a good for for, for confusion, which is I agree totally understandable on why you would be thinking about this stuff uh, related to Roquan Smith. That's got to be the motivation there. Uh, for Ryan Poles. By the way, lines are open. 312-644-6767. You can react with us as we are kind of uh, reacting to the news of how Ryan Poles is attacking free agency. We're going to talk to a Philly beat reporter coming up in just over 20 minutes and TJ Edwards, the Mm -hmm. newest bear himself, coming up at 4 o'clock. So a couple revelations in the Albert Breer piece this morning talking about the trade and how it went down in advance of Friday afternoon. Yeah. Um, The Bears, according to Breer, talked to Houston about dropping from one to two, but it was unclear whether the Texans were ready to do it. One other team seemed serious about coming up, and a fourth team also threw its hat in the ring late, but talks with the Panthers were advancing faster than with the other three. So we did have multiple teams 
uh, you know, lobbying Ryan Poles for the possibility here, at least a couple of them, in the very real way. But the context, like we kept thinking about the spy game and how it was going to happen. Poles with the hotel room in a different hotel than where all the combine stuff was going on, and people came to him, including the Panthers GM Fitterer came to Poles' hotel room, then talked to him again at the combine and was being very direct which led me to think when, when he's talking to Peter King and says, look, I know I can get two ones, okay? Mm-hmm. He's, th- he's talking about Carolina. He's talking about Carolina's offer of one in 24 and one in 25. And according to Breer then, DJ Moore is a swap in for that 2025 number one. And when you think about it like that, DJ Moore is worth more than a 2025 number one first round draft pick I, but but here's the thing I was thinking about it as a difference between a 2025 number one and a 2025 number two it, the way that Breer wrote it up is that they were still probably going to get that 2025 number two and it's the one that got taken out and replaced by DJ Moore yeah so it could because I originally thought well you got the two instead of the one and DJ Moore but he's saying they could have gotten the one and two in 25 in addition to everything else and that DJ Moore swaps in for the one in 2025 yeah and he is I mean again I mean they they turned down a first round pick offer just straight up from Green Bay this year for DJ Moore for DJ Moore DJ Moore is a very good and and obviously a first round pick this year is way more valuable than a first round pick in 2025 because you have more certainty of how good or bad the player is actually going to be. So um, I thought that that part of it made sense. We talked about it on Friday like that should be known as the DJ Moore trade. Like, it's going to be known as the number one pick trade. Mm -hmm. But the, the only reason it happened is because of DJ Moore. And we talked about those factors, right? Wanting to, and needing to get Justin Fields a number one, it being a bad free agent wide receiver class, and needing to spend to the floor, getting a guy who is now your most expensive player, obviously before the news today, but also uh, helping you spend on good guys. Like, you know, good for Jacoby Myers, who's, I think, made some really nice steps this year and is mm. going to get a ton of money. But, like, DJ Moore is much better than Jacoby Myers. And whenever Jacoby Myers signs, I bet you it's going to be for more than DJ Moore got. You know, or it's going to at least approach it yeah. in terms of $18, $19 million a year. Which is crazy. And this is a much more accomplished wide receiver who's two years younger. It's not even close. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think that that... Obviously, the ninth pick in the draft is incredibly valuable. Next year's first is incredibly valuable. There, there are a lot that, that went into it. But the reason it happened when it happened is because of DJ Moore. We will talk to Zach Berman in 20 minutes, TJ Edwards in 40 minutes. Uh, we'll be booking people to mm-hmm. react to Tremaine Edwards, uh, Edmonds. Excuse me. I keep uh, combining the two, but Tremaine Edmonds is the star. That's the four-year, $72 million, $50 million guaranteed inside linebacker. TJ Edwards is the very solid, good player, uh, $12.5 million guaranteed, the local kid who's the Meatball Bears fan growing up. Uh, yeah, good, good luck to callers with Edmonds and Edwards, and good luck to hosts. Talk show. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm a professional. I should be better at it. Edmonds uh, is 24, Edwards is 26, and Nate Davis, the guard, is 26. And DJ Moore is not even 26 yet, yep. is 25. Ryan Poles adding and adding youth with you're, potential. You're saying he has a type? Yeah, he, he really does. Uh, a legendary NFL media member makes a comp on Tremaine Edmonds that I think a lot of Bears fans are going to salivate over next on the score.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.